You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome back into the podcast that we like to call From the Podium, where you hear directly from your Kansas City Chiefs. I'm host and audio producer of the Arrowhead Pride Podcast Network, Stephen Serta. Chiefs took the practice field again on Saturday in St. Joseph, Missouri. We heard from offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy, defensive end Frank Clark, as well as wide receiver Marquez Valdez-Scantling and running back Jarek McKinnon. We'll go in that order, starting with Eric Bieniemy, followed by Frank Clark. After that, we'll take a quick timeout. Then when we get back, you'll hear from MVS and Jarek McKinnon. Here's Eric Bieniemy. We didn't focus on today. Now, was the effort good? The effort was outstanding. Like I said... You can practice hard, but activity don't always equate to productivity. We got to make sure that we're uh, maximizing the detail of the little things that's going to help us to become the offense that we want to become. So, when you say that we're what's your what's your expectation for the Well, first and foremost, I expect us to work hard. That's always the number one uh, deal. Okay. The next thing is just making sure that we're focused. Okay. We're focused on the snap count. We're aligned properly. Right? Pre-snap awareness. We got to be able to see what's going on up front. We got to be able to understand what's taking place in the back end. And then on top of that, when that ball is snapped, post-snap awareness. Okay. What is the defense doing? So they told me a story prior to. Now after that, I have to react and play. So I just didn't think that we had that type of focus. Now have we had it throughout the course of camp? Yes, we have. Alright, today just wasn't as good as previous days. Eric, is that the benefit of, of rotating guys at different positions, sort of a week into camp, just sort of see how they're mentally processing it? Oh, yeah. Is that and part of the equation today? That's always a part of the evaluation process. And then, you got to understand, these guys are on their fourth day, alright? It's been a load, and we're, we're, we're not backing down on the install, so... You want to see how guys handle information. And then on top of that, a part of the evaluation also is if a kid goes out there and makes a mistake, you want to see how he's going to handle it the next play. So it's all a part of the equation and why we do the things that we do. But when it's all said and done with, I know we can be better. Because we've shown that we can be better. Can I, can I see what I want players in particular? You know what? Here's what I love about Scott. This guy has a short-term memory. So, and that's a great thing in this profession because you can't rely upon the past. So what may have taken place the previous play doesn't matter for the next play. And so the beauty of it, he goes out and he finds a way to get, get the job done on the next initial play. The thing that he's been great with also is in the classroom, he's been receptive to the information. But on top of that, he's seeing it. Now he has an opportunity to auto-correct. He doesn't very rarely make repeat the same things twice. But you got to understand, he's, he's in this offense for the first time, and some of the things that he's hearing and doing would be the first time he's ever done. Well, like, I'll check those guys at the same time. What have you seen from him early on that maybe tells you he's not ready? You know what? I say this. Uh, obviously, Greg Lewis, just like Joe Blaymeyer, our receiver coach, those guys are doing a great job of getting those young guys ready. All right. 
they've spent a lot of time with them, obviously, throughout the, uh, the entire offseason. Plus, they've had an opportunity to go through it uh, in rookie minicamp. So, you know, these young guys, they're, they're pretty good. They're working. But on top of that, they got a lot of veteran leadership in that room as well. And those guys, our older guys, do a great job with our young guys of, you know, making sure they feel comfortable in that environment. But on top of that, getting them to understand that when they're on that field, they're, they're a representation of that group. Well, you're, talking about, you're talking about the young stars and the rotation, especially with the young players. Uh, knowing, knowing that there might be some sort of pressure because of the, being able to contribute early on, how would you say that they've been able to accumulate with all the with all the new stuff that they're coming coming into? You, you know what? I think our young guys have done a great job. Just like I said, they had all OTAs, all of the offseason, to have a chance to, to listen in and go out on the field and apply the work that we've installed to them. On top of that, they've learned how we do things. You know, we practice at a, at a pretty good pace. And so those guys are doing a great job. And the reason why they're doing a great job is because of our coaching staff. We've got great coaches who do a great job of communicating. And they're taking time and providing these guys the necessary information so they can go out and be the best player that they can possibly be. Would it... Is it tough being perfect? Yes, it is. Okay? But that's a part of the challenge, is learning from your mistakes, building from that, and correcting them from that point on. Uh, uh, Pacheco, um, again, uh, you guys are giving him a pretty good look. What's he shown you so far to, to show you he deserves that? Understanding you guys are uh, You know, like I said, Greg Lewis does a hell of a job with that entire group. I will say this. He just has the right temperament. You know, he's just a tough guy. It doesn't take anything for granted. You know, he has that attitude and determined mindset that wants to be great, just like everybody in that group. But at the end of the day, he understands when I get those opportunities, I have to maximize that opportunity and make the very most of it because he don't know when that opportunity is going to come again. Uh, you know what? I think he's doing a good job, but I'm not going to sit here and take all the credit. I want to give credit where credit is due, and that's to Coach Greg Lewis and those veterans in that room that's teaching him all the little things that needs to be done in order for him to go out there and be the, the player that he needs to be. This is, this is a Josh Gibson. I'm sorry, Josh Gordon's first training Josh camp. Gibson. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Gordon's first training camp with you all. What have you seen from when he first arrived in Kansas City and obviously in the offseason, you know, you know, no trouble or anything like that, but picking up the playbook and now finally get a chance to get a full training camp underneath his legs? You know what, this has been a, a fun process with Josh because uh, first and foremost, after going through it, you know, for, for a season, he had an off season to spend time with us. He's in tremendous shape. Uh, some of the stuff he's still learning, but it's been fun working with him because the thing I love about him is that he's a guy that's going to give you all that he has. He works hard. He practices hard. If he makes some mistakes, he's like, hey, coach, I screwed that up. You know, I should have did this. He's accountable, and he understands his place. And then on top of that, he's providing leadership to the young guys. So everything he's doing, you know, we can't ask for any more. He's doing a great job. Around the NFL, position groups getting together to work out. You've got Von Miller and the pass rushers. Obviously, Kelsey with the tight end university. Offensive line mastermind. So you've had a couple of players attend that over recent years. How much do you encourage them to attend these workouts with other players, and do you see a benefit to it? You know what? You can always benefit from something where you're hearing different people provide information. It's all about self-investment, right? So any way that you can improve yourself, 
mentally or yourself physically, why not go out there and seek that knowledge? So I encourage all our guys to go out there and, and, and seek all that information because at the end of the day, the only thing that they can do is benefit from it and help them to get better. And then on top of that, it's just giving them a different point of view of seeing things. So I encourage that all the time. It's important. They had a running back summit when you were in the throne. <laughs> you know what? That would have been great. But I will say this. Back in the days, a bunch of us used to train together. And so we would get together and we'd practice against linebackers and DBs. And we didn't have the social media. So not a lot of people knew about that. But, yes, we did that stuff because at the end of the day, the only thing that we were doing, we were helping each other to grow and to understand the what's and the why's and the how's. Well, at the end of the day, we just got to make sure that we're emphasizing it more uh, and putting him in position to make, you know, have an opportunity to make plays on the perimeter. Uh, Clyde has done a heck of a job. He's done a heck of a job of staying healthy this entire uh, offseason. He's a smart kid. He, uh, I heard him make the comment that he has the best hands in the, in the NFL. We'll, we'll debate that here a little later. But, uh, but I love his confidence. <laughs> but I will say this. Clyde is a unique football player, and I'll say this. Let me make sure I say this the right way. Clyde is a very good football player who happens to play the running back position. So we have to make sure that we can maximize all the gifts that he can gives us, give us by putting him in those situations where he can go out there and be as effective to helping us to win. Well, I'll go backwards with that. I'm going to start with that last point you said. So I always want us to be mentally tough, all right, because in life, each day we're faced with different hurdles, right? So at training camp, we're going to be faced with different challenges. Every single day we have an opportunity to step out on that field. It's going to be hard. So I want our guys to always understand we have to take on an approach that nothing can stand in our way, all right? So the beauty of it is is – the thing that I've learned being the, the office of coordinator here for the past five years, just like what we were just discussing earlier, you have to invest in yourself. You always got to find ways to improve yourself by studying. Maybe it's reading more or getting out and just talking to certain people or finding mentors. Any way that you can help improve yourself so you can be the best version of you, but also providing that to your players, that's the number one thing. So just like I tell our players to, to embrace the process, Hell, I got to do a great job, too, of embracing the process and making sure I'm not taking anything for granted in between. All right? You guys have a great day. Thank you. I love it here. You know, I love Chiefs Kingdom. We built something special, you know, back in, you know, whenever I came here. Um, four years later, you know, I just love it here. I love the teammates. My boy Chris Jones, one of my best friends. You know, we got unfinished work. So I feel like last year we left off on a pretty sour taste, you know. Um, had a lot of high hopes, but didn't accomplish, you know, our goals. And that, uh, in fact, didn't win the AFC Championship. You know, didn't make it back to the Super Bowl. You know, but um, you know how we are. We got high standards here. We want to set the bar high and keep it there. And, um, you know, like I said, we left on a sour note, man. And I wanted to come back and finish on a good note. Is that an all-time decision? Not at all. I knew what I was going to do from day one. It, none's a tough decision when it comes to football with me, man. You know.
to be the best that I can be, you know, best team that I can be. Um, help these young guys. We got some young guys in. I got George, you know, who's a um, you know first round guy who who's got to be ready to play. So at the end of the day, you know, everything part of my, you know, um, part of part of practice and part of the things I'm doing in practice is helping him understand the system faster. You know, as a rookie, I know how tough it can be coming in when you got all these different things going on. You got people, you know, your family, you got friends, they all on your back and stuff like that. And for a guy like George, you know, he Big Ten guy, you know, I'm a Michigan guy, so, you know, we got that Big Ten bond. And, um, you know, I just want to see him be successful. You know, um, when he lines up outside, on the other side of me, you know, inside, wherever he lines up, I just want to see him be successful at the end of the day. Well, you got, uh, obviously, late since, since, uh, since January. What have you been doing? What have you been working out to lose the weight that you've lost? Um, really, one of the main things um, is just I cut a lot of red meat out. Um, I stopped drinking liquor. So, like, alcohol is a big factor, you know what I mean, and a lot of things as far as weight, that gut, a lot of things, times a lot of fat, it's all sugar. So at the end of the day, I stopped drinking liquor about um, right after the season, honestly. It was like February. I had got sick. You know, I'd be having stomach problems and stuff, gastrointestinal problems. So um, I haven't had any since I stopped drinking liquor, and it kind of started making more sense, you know. As I'm going on, I'm training. You know, I feel my body is responding to me. I'm able to get up. I'm able to work out all times of the day, all times of night. You know, um, and so, you know, that's really, it was a commitment I made. When you say you stopped drinking liquor, were you drinking heavy? I mean, was it drinking to the point where nah, you No, I mean, I was just drinking liquor to the point where, you know, as a young as a young kid coming into the league, you know, it's normal coming out of college. I went to Michigan. You know, I went to a big party school. I enjoyed it when I did. You know, it was fun, you know, at the games, you know, uh, those those times in between. But, you know, at some point you got to grow up. I got three kids. You know, I got kids looking at me, you know, every, every day. I got a six-year-old daughter, you know, who's looking at daddy, you know, looking at me to make the right decisions. You know, I can't afford to be... Nowhere drunk, nowhere missing times, missing dates, missing anything. That's important. And I got too many important events coming up in my life. How much weight did you end up cutting? And how do you feel like it's helped you? Well, last year, last um, camp, I actually I came into camp, I believe I was, I was 262. And um, that was heavy. That was heavy. That was the heaviest I had been since really like my third year in the league with Seattle. Um, I hadn't been that heavy. I haven't played under 260. I was playing like at 255, 250 for, you know, you know the latter half of my career and um you know I just wanted to get back to that I wanted to get back to feeling my feet I feel like I wasn't feeling my feet as much last year I wasn't as quick off the ball I wasn't as explosive and I mean it's obvious you can watch the film and see uh, I was way heavier I had a gut it was like I was looking sloppy out there you know what I mean and the type of guy I'm I'm a professional you know I understand how this goes so at the end of the day you know you got to come in a presentable fashion in everything that you do and me as a professional you know I, I feel like I need to change my body I need to change my mental and um, that's exactly what I did. It was hard as hell. You know, when you're going through all the stuff I was going through, you know, it's, it's hard. You know, it's, it's life, but, you know, I put that on myself, you know. So at the end of the day, it's like, you know, when you put that on yourself, you got to deal with it. You know, you got to be a stand-up. I'm a stand-up guy. You know, I don't run from nothing, everything that I've been through. Y'all, y'all know everything I've been through. You know, everything I've, I've went through, I stand up to it. You know, I stand up, face it as a man. You know, you have to. That's the only way you grow from anything. That's the only way you can experience it. You know, the only way I can tell my young dudes, the only way I can tell my kids, the only way I can tell my little brothers right from wrong is if I've been through it. You know, I'm the top dog in my family. So everything everybody's been through, I've been through it harder than everybody. And I'm fine with that because I'm the example. When you're the example, you're going to go through everything first. So then everybody behind you, they follow suit and know not to do it. So. Where are you at with that? Obviously, what's, what's going on in California, and have you had 
any conversations with the NFL as it relates to uh, personal conduct and what you may face? Yeah, we're in, the, um, we're in a good place with everything right now. You know, everything's in the in the hands of my lawyers. I feel very confident in the case and everything. Um, I've been doing a lot of things proactive in my community and stuff in Los Angeles and Kansas City. Um, but, you know, I, I, of course, obviously, it's a lot of things I can't speak about because the case isn't over. Um, it's going to be over sooner. You know what I mean? As you know, you got to tune in and stuff. But, you know. Uh, been continued or have you gone to court yet? What's the where you at with that right now? We're in a good place with it. Yeah, a good place. Frank, we talked a minute ago about cutting out the alcohol. Mm-hmm. How how many nights a week would you say you were drinking last year? Uh, I wouldn't say it was nights a week. I don't really drink like that. It's just the fact that I drink. You know what I'm saying? I, you get to a Friday, you get to an off day or something like that, and you you out at a restaurant. You know what I'm saying? You ordering shots or you with your guys. You ordering shots. You go to the club in the summertime, off season. That's the biggest time. It's the off season. It's not really the season. You know, the season. I've always been the avid. I'm always focused. I'm always cutting stuff out. You know, but it's the off season. That's the most important time. You know, that's what guys don't really understand. We that's when we, you, y'all don't see us every day, and you know, we're not around coaches every day. We're not getting evaluated every day. You know, so. That's when you go, you're going out, you're going on vacation, you, you're taking time off from working out, you know what I mean? So my thing was I needed to get back in the lab. You know, I don't know what everybody else is doing, but I know what I needed to do. You know, I know I need to get back in the lab. I need to refocus, get back focused on my craft. And, um, you know, first thing, getting back focused on my craft is, you know, getting back focused on my body, taking care of myself, getting back, um, getting my mental health back together, and, you know, getting back just right, you know, getting back in the right place so I can go out here and compete and have fun. You know, I love doing this shit. Fun. With the weight that you lost, like, you know, have you gotten your strength or have you feel like you got your strength? Yeah, you got, you got a watch. You got a watch, man. One leg, one arm. I'm standing them up. What's that mean? Uh, with, um, talk to Andy and Mark. He said that you guys had a very honest conversation sort of mm-hmm. after the season. Um, can you share what that conversation was like, what you wanted to get across to Andy? Um, yeah. I mean, it was flat out. He was like, I know what type of player you are. You know what type of player you are. You didn't show that this season. Flat out. You know what I'm saying? I understand that. Me and, me and Coach Reed, we very real. You know, Coach Reed from East Los Angeles. I'm from South Central. It's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, we're going to keep it real with each other. We West Coast boys. We L.A. boys. So at the end of the day, I understand. I relate. We relate fine, you know, perfectly fine with each other. We both had to work hard to get, you know, wasn't nothing easy in life. So at the end of the day, you know, I come in last year. I'm going through what I'm going through. But at the end of the day, I still have a job to do. And I didn't come in, I didn't do my job like I should have in my opinion, to my capability, you know, in, in some people's opinion, that's average. That's average year. You know, that's a, I watch the average players get five sacks or whatever in a year. But in my, in, to my, you know, standard, that's not good enough. And obviously to my coaches. And I appreciate him for that, for holding me to that standard. Fred, you got Carlos who's going to be coming in next week. What do you kind of know about Carlos and what can he bring to you? I know Carlos got 96 career sacks. Uh-huh. That's a hell of a number, you know what I mean? Um, I'm, I'm, I'm ecstatic about him coming in, what he's going to be able to bring to this team, um, his veteran skills, the, the knowledge. Um, I'm going to pick his brain. I've had a few veterans, um, you know, come in at this point, you know, kind of in the camp time, you know, in those kind of weird one-year deals, you know. And in the past I had Suggs, you know, here obviously. You know, t Sears was my dog, you know. Shout out, shout out Suggs. I had... Um, in Seattle, I end up having, um, 
you know, I had a few, Dwight Freeney, you know what I mean? I had some good vets come in. And, you know, having another guy like Carlos come in, it's, it's going to be special, you know, just to see what he can do. Him in these colors, you know, he's coming from Seattle, so he's coming from a great system over there with Pete Carroll, so he understands, um, you know, what's to come with Andy Reid. And, you know, I'm, uh, it's something to look forward to. I can't wait to see how we, you know, on that third down, what's going on. Frank, you with George uh, after practice. Just can you describe what that's been like and what you're sort of working with him? Yeah, George is dope. George is a dope rookie. You know, one of the, one of the more, you know, he, he listens, you know, and I, I honestly like him. He's a favorite for me early, you know, as one of my favorite rookies ever, you know, because he just, he listens and he wants to know, he wants to be good. He wants to figure it out. He understands like it's a different game. He understands a different twitch in the NFL. It's a different, it's a whole different, you got to understand things. I was teaching him today. He asked the question about getting off the ball. He noticed I'm getting, I, get, I fly off the ball. I fly, I fly. He's like, bro, what are you looking at? Like, what are you looking at? I, I'm expl- I explained to him, like, some different keys. I can't speak on them, obviously. But I explained to him some different keys, and he came back to me like, I was just sitting there, like, zoned out, looking at the sky. I just came <laughs> off the field five plays straight. I'm like, you know, I'm chilling, looking at the sky, zoned out, like, into practice. He come running over to me like, bro. He like, bro, I did it. I'm like, what, dude? Like, he scared me. He like, bro, I did it. I did what you told me to do. I was like, oh, you know, cool. All right, you know, good stuff, bro. You know what I'm saying? But it's just, it's just the fact that, you know, that he came over so excited, bro. He came over so excited. And it was just like, you know, as a, as a, going to my eighth year, you know, as a, watching a rookie be so, it was, it was the most excited I've seen a rookie. You know, you know, basically the, his ability to retain the knowledge I was telling him and for him to go do it and for him to fill it and see the success from it. I was happy, he, you know, and enjoy, enjoy his fruits. So, at the end of the day, that's how I feel about George. Okay, last two. Ailey. That, that was kind of what my follow-up was on. Just like, do you remember when you were a rookie, maybe who, what that person yeah. was for you? Yeah. Also, is this new? Because this looks good. I appreciate is this new it. from the off-season? A little bit, little you know. Bit. Yeah. Cool. But, yeah. Yeah. I had to get my stuff together. Yeah. It's part of the whole mental thing, you know. But, um... My guy was Michael Bennett, you know. I had a, he was kind of, you know, you know, if y'all know Mike B, he, you know, Mike B got his ways, you know. But I had Michael Bennett, but I had a host of guys. Vacations can be tricky. You already know how to book flights and hotels, but now the only thing you're missing is, you know, the actual travel experience. Because is it really a vacation if you're just sitting around like you would at home? You need a tool to get the most out of your time away. That's where Viator steps in. You can book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who already been on the experiences you're considering, so you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! 
Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Please don't say my name wrong. Here we go. Yep. That is me. How are you uh, enjoying your first Chiefs training camp so far? Uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm having a, a great time, man. Just being in this environment, um, being around the guys, you know, staying in the dorm rooms, uh, being at the calf. You know, they got some really good cottage cheese in there, too. <laughs> Try it out, man. Um, you know, I'm not a huge cottage cheese fan, but um, they, they got some good stuff over there. So um, other than that, um, I've been enjoying it, though. One of, uh, one of your catches, you know, something that you... That you uh, I know you just, you just run past people and then they can't catch it and then you just kind of just look back and taunt them a little bit. You know, soft running game, so, that, you know, why not? Mark did you note how you can line up sort of anywhere in this offense? How, how much are you enjoying um, and how, much, how refreshing it is it to be in, in the Reed offense after some maybe a little bit more one-dimensional and green best? Yeah, I mean, obviously uh, Coach Reed is one of the most brilliant coaches that's, you know, coached this game. And for him to be able to get playmakers in different positions to go out and, and succeed, he's been doing that for a long time and been very successful at it. Um, so being a part of that, you know, I'm excited about it. You know, it's a new challenge, uh, but, it, you know, it's, it's going to be great. And obviously with 15 back there, pretty much do anything. So. Our question, obviously you get a day off tomorrow, but the pads come on Monday. As a veteran guy, what do you look forward to the most? When you transition from the unpadded session of practice to the pads on Monday, uh, it doesn't really change much for the wideouts. It's more for the the bigger guys and the running backs. They get to do a little more, um, but for us, you know, we still run the same. Uh, it's still the same amount of running, same amount of uh, you know pass plays. Uh, you know, but obviously, you know, the intensity goes up a little bit more, um, and I think that's just going to be you know exciting to you know see you know the whole team in full force. Do you, get, do you sense um, maybe even the cornerbacks and defensive backs? Because now they can initiate a little bit more contact than they are out here now. Well, what, how do you feel their intensity matches y'all's intensity? Um, I mean, I don't know. I haven't, uh, I haven't been here for for it. Um, but you know, in, in past, um, you know, pads don't really do much for the you know the the other guys um, on my side of the ball, as in you know wideouts and, and DBs. Um, you know, you might get a little more physical play, you know, at the line of scrimmage or a little more contested catches. Uh, but other than that, you know, I think it's more so for the big guys and let them to be able to run the ball and, you know, really, really do stuff in there. Is there, is there something you've gained even as early as you are to him? Talk with Patrick about what he sees, how he likes the routes. I guess it might be similar to what you guys went through a little bit in Texas, but what have you noticed that you, you gained from him through the playbook? Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, Pat's one of those guys where he can make any throw. And with that... He kind of gives you some freedom to kind of, you know, work some things into it. And, you know, obviously with him and, and Kelsey been doing it the longest here, um, you learn a lot from those two guys about how they see things and, you know, how they run routes and how they get open and how they find different voids and defenses um, and, you know, what he likes and how soon he reads it. Um, so obviously with, with those two guys, I've learned a lot, you know, over my, you know, few months here. Um, anybody can get the ball at any time. Um, it's very explosive. Uh, we, we pass the ball a lot, you know. So obviously, as a receiver, I'm going to love that. Um, and I think that it's just—it's really fun, you know. And it's really exciting. You know, we do a lot of stuff. We move guys all around. 
a lot of motions. Um, you know, I think it's just going to be really fun to go out there and make it happen on Sundays. As you mentioned uh, 15, how has the experience with Mahomes maybe been a little bit different than your experience with Rodgers, if at all? Um, it really hasn't been different, to be honest. Um, you know, they're, you know, best quarterbacks in the NFL, you know, and there's, you know, a huge gap, you know, after those two. Uh, so just having those two guys, you know, throughout my career, um, I've, I've been blessed. And, um, you know, there's they're not much different, you know, just their mentality, you know, how they want to compete every day, how they want to make the defense look bad every single play. Um, you know, I think that, you know, obviously Aaron being in the league a lot longer than Pat, you know, he has a lot more experience in, in certain things and seeing certain things. Um, but, you know, they're completely the same quarterback, man. And, you know, obviously talent-wise and, you know, mentality-wise, um, you know, so I, I can't really point out too many differences between the two of them. Talked about what you love about the sheet tosses, but what's going to be the most challenging part about it? I know you talked about how you know you can spread the ball around, but it seems like you all had to keep the head on the stool, especially if you go out of the pocket. So, what's going to be the biggest challenge with this offense for you? Um, there's not really challenges um, with with the offense, man. Football is football. You know, it doesn't really doesn't really change. Um, you know, back from when it started, you know, hundreds of years ago. Um, there's there's not challenges. You know, obviously you're going to have different defenses and. And different looks, and people are going to try to stop you and what you do good at. Um, so, you know, but challenges, I don't really see any, you know. Do you feel like you're doing the preseason a lot more reps than you normally would just because of the new, a lot of new skill players come together to get you prepared for Arizona? Yeah, I mean, obviously, with the new core group of guys um, in, in the wideout room, um, as many reps as we can get as possible is going to be great. That's why, you know, we had our offseason workouts and went down to Texas with Pat and, and worked out with him so we can understand what he wants and how he sees it. Uh, but, you know, like I said, playmakers are going to make plays, you know, and that's what we do. So I think we're going to be just fine. I was just, just going to ask you, anything you've noticed so far with this new secondary as well, just competing with them day to day? Yeah, they can't stop us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. Is that a message that is shared explicitly with the rookies so far? No, it doesn't matter who it is. You know, they just can't stop us. And we feel like that with, with anybody, you know. So it's not, you know, our defense is. I feel like we have one of the, the better talented, you know, offenses in the league. So, you know, we're going to feel that same mentality, you know, no matter who lines up in front of us. They just happen to be the guys in front of us every day right now. Anybody else? Um. Just taking my time. I had uh, some surgery uh, after the season last year, so I wanted to make sure I took as much time needed to let that heal and recover, and then um, you know make my decision to go from there. Um, uh, sports hernia core muscle. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty much just the wait. Uh, I kind of always knew I would be coming back, and then you know once we got in negotiation talks and stuff like that, then it was settled and um, it was an easy choice. I had other teams interested, but. You know, like I said, after being here last year and, uh, you know, being part of the team, team camaraderie and, um, you know, just seeing how the coaches did everything in their approach, like I said, it was easy, cho- easy choice. How many teams were, were there? Uh, probably just three or four teams. Three or four. Mm-hmm. You're not like the elder statesman in the running back room. Uh, what are your general thoughts of, like, Pacheco, since you're just getting a chance to work with him as a rookie? Uh, you know, he's a humble guy and, uh, you know, his work ethic. It's top tier, um, real explosive. Um, he got nice size. Him and Fleet both big backs, but they move really well. They got good feats in the uh, individual drills. 
Uh, so, you know, I know the coaches think highly of him, and uh, so does, you know, everybody else on the team. And, uh, you know, just in these last couple of days, he's showing what he could do, you know, with the ball. And, um, you know, like I told him and the other guys, you know, coming in as a rookie is always going to be that big learning curve, especially now, you know, everything's flying. Uh, OTA is a little bit more slower, and, you know, you get that, that learning with the coach, and they break it down. But, um, you know, once you get to camp, you know, it's just all cylinders. And, um, you know, just watching those guys each and every day learn to come out and, you know, make progress has been um, amazing. What's the conversation like, you know, running back room? Obviously, with you, Clyde, Gore, uh, as well as Pacheco. I mean, what's, what are, like, some of the similarities and the differences between you all? Um, I would say there's a lot of similarities. And when you speak of, you know, the, the names that you just named, you know, all of us are quick, uh, shifty, good, and in tight space. Um, but then, you know, like I said, you know, everybody's size is different. Uh, you know, Clyde is, you know, probably the short, the shorter of all of us, but he's, he's compact. He does a good job of breaking tackles. So does uh, DG Gore. Um, so you know, like like I said, it's, it's a lot of similarities, but you know, it's a lot of differences as well. I think that's what uh, the great great thing about the group is. You know, there's similarities within each and every one of us, but at the same time, we all bring something uh, different to the table. Coming off the last year's playoff run, you were really having a good good uh, couple of games there. You feel like you're building some momentum and keeping that going into this season after the playoffs last year? Uh, definitely. But last year's last year. Uh, you know, like I said, last year in the camp, you know. Uh, Every year is a new year. You got to prove yourself. You know, you got new guys coming in. You know, like I said, the running back room is deep. Uh, you know, we added Rojo. Everybody knows what he can do. He did it in Tampa Bay for a long time. So, like I said, it's a good group. The competition is going to be it's going to be real good. You know, it's going to make everybody be at the best. When you talk about this competition, though, I think Clyde said it just a couple of days ago that he wears the Chiefs, you know, logo on his helmet, not Clyde Edwards Lair everywhere. So, how do you guys maintain being competitive, but also for the same goal? Oh, we are working to get better together. I think that's probably what Clyde emphasized. Um, you know, at the same day, everybody has their, their own thing that they need to improve on. But at the same time, we all come together and we're out there taking reps. You know, it's not Clyde, it's not me, it's not DG, it's not Rojo, it's not Pop, Fleet, Ely. Uh, it's the running back group. So, you know, everybody's learning from one another. But at the same time, you know, we're pushing each other to be our best. If I come out slacking one day and everybody else is on at their best, I'm going to look back, I'm going to have to pick it up. So that's the good thing about the whole group is that um, it's filled with talent. So, yeah, it's going to be a good one. Support for this podcast came from SAS. Data is everything. And now everything is data, which means more to process, more to analyze. And now more than ever, speed to answers matters. So how do you produce those answers as fast as the world produces data? With SAS via the quickest way from a billion points of data to a point of view. It's a more productive data and AI platform that helps you get more done. Learn more today at sas.com slash V-I-Y-A. Support for this show comes from Wix Studio. Designers and devs, you might be able to do your thing better on Wix Studio, a web platform with everything you need to deliver bespoke sites hyper-efficiently, Design teams get a ton of smart features that can take the grind out of web creation without it costing per pixel control. Dev teams, you get a zero setup developer first environment combined with an AI code assistant and your preferred IDE for rapid deployment. Search Wix Studio today to explore the full range of features.